And welcome back to my podcast. I wanted to do a quick shout out. I am kind of not celebrating, but I hit my one year anniversary back in October is when I started this whole thing. And so as of tradition, I'm going to be doing my rankings for both the houses and the scare zones and then talk about my overall feel of the event. Just a disclaimer, sadly, I did not make it out there, which I'm a little bummed because I really wanted to see Stranger Things, but uh, it might be coming back next year because season five is supposed to actually come out in 2024. So we shall see. All right, so overall feel of the event. This was a really awesome event. I loved it. I loved the icon. I loved some of the scare zones and some of the houses the choosing my top like houses was really hard and so with that being said is this the best event halloween horror nights has done sort of (laughs) i honestly still believe that if 30 wouldn't have gone the way it did 30 would have been a really great event but with all that being said i mean this was really good so let's just get right into it scare zones none of my rankings changed here's why i got to see shipyard on youtube the first night and let's just say the sound effects were amazing it sounded like you were by the docks of san francisco however it was very few scare actors and the scare actors that they had that they said they were going to bring back were from last year which kind of defeats the purpose of bringing old characters back from an event when you're just going to bring them back from last year because not everybody's going to know who you're talking about. There were some really good scares but other than that San Francisco is kind of a small space to be with and so I don't know I just it was kind of a bypass zone and then number four is jungle of doom I'm not gonna go into the entire name because it's very long and I can't remember it but with that being said this one was really cool it had Dr. Oddfellow doing like a show at the beginning uh finding the skull of like immortality and everything which was really cool and then some of the creatures like animals were really cool but at the same time I don't know if it was watching it on YouTube or watching it actually being there. One, this zone is really dark, has a lot of fog. It honestly in the couple of years has not really been my favorite. And then my number three is Dr. Oddfellow. This one is the first scale zone when you walk into the park and it really got shortened this year because of Minions Land. When you walk in, you have his stage where he walks out. By the way, the ceremonies this year, phenomenal. And then you have the caravan and Dr. Oddfellow does a really cool show where he talks about like you know he's trying to recruit souls to be immortal and he asks everyone what is your sign and then he tells you the characteristics of your sign it was so cool I literally found out like I'm a Scorpio I'm a true Scorpio um which was so cool and then like he interacted with you and he walked around but other than that to me he was the only character that seemed out which was very interesting and and then number two was Dark Zodiac. This scare zone was in Hollywood and it was really, really cool. The costume and makeup design was amazing. Um, there wasn't a whole bunch of big props out in this one which was sad because the stage wise could have been a little bit better the costumes were amazing yes they did have chainsaws in the scare zone i think it's just a given at halloween horror nights i know some people out there have said that's why they don't 
really like this scare zone, but I like it. I think it's kind of cool, but also this scare zone was also really kind of dark. And at night, it was really hard to see the costumes in the makeup, which kind of is a bummer because that's why you're there to see the costumes and the makeup. Also, there wasn't a whole bunch of scaring in this one. This scare zone was really cool. It could have been a little bit better, but I don't know. I think seeing it in person, also the fog this year for every single scare zone was absolutely insane that it was maybe almost to the point of peeing a little bit unsafe but uh that's florida weather for you and then number one is vamp 1969 oh my gosh i loved this scare zone the new york area of universal has completely completely redeemed itself in my eyes. They have not used this much space since 25 and it was amazing. They had a little side show with vampires. Some stuff happened. There was like people dancing. They played a bunch of awesome music. Everything from Sweet Caroline uh, which was really fun because people actually like sung along which was really cool. They played the Beatles. They played the Monkees. They played just all different kinds of awesome music. Now I understand they're not everything they could have played because of copyright if you issues. I totally get that. But this scare zone was just so cool because you couldn't tell who was a scare actor, who was a guest, and it just it was amazing. Alright, so with that being said, we're gonna talk about the houses. Now my house rankings have changed. I just want to put this out there. If you're a scare actor, if you were in set design, if you were operations, if you were anything, congratulations, you didn't heck of a job this year fantastic this is my opinion on the houses like how i feel about them and of course my number 10 is chucky i only went through this house twice on youtube and i was done okay cool if you know you're a fan of chucky but even fans of chucky sadly i heard were not into this house i think what hurt it was the fast and furious queue now this was a cool concept last year when we had freaky in the black phone because it was split into two houses cool however this concept was really odd because it like was kind of weird I don't know. It just didn't work, in my opinion. Um, the scare actors did an amazing job. The puppeteers did an amazing job. But if you're not a fan of um him and you don't know any of the like kill count, then you're just gonna be going for this house, going, "What is this?" So, I mean, I really hope that this is the last time that we see Chucky. He has been at the event two other times, and I think I don't know. I would not. I would not. He just needs to go. With that being said, my number nine house is the Exorcist Believer, and this. This house was so scary, so creepy. Oh my goodness. It was good. Um, however, I'm glad I got to go through YouTube because I heard there were some interesting smells in this house. And so I don't think I would have liked it. I'm not a big fan of exorcism movies. I never have been. One, I don't like horror. So this house was good. The characters were amazing. Whoever played the two main characters, bravo. You were creepy and you were amazing. So, but I just wasn't a big fan of this house. So on my speculation list, I had Blood Moon as number eight. However, that has changed. I now have Darkest Deal as number eight. And here's why. Not only is Darkest Deal at the back of the park, that's fine. The facade was was freaking awesome. It was a 
old ball or if anybody listened to the Universal podcast, which definitely is going to be part of Halloween Horror Nights preparation because there is storytelling in this and it does tell you the name of the ball. It does to give you the backstory on the character. It is fantastic. They played blues music, which was amazing. However, I feel like the story kind of veered off a little bit with the main character signing his life away to you know who. That was cool. But then we end up seeing the other souls that had the same experience and it's very creepy, very interesting. And so I like this house for the storytelling, but I felt like it could have maybe used a little bit more. Plus it was kind of short, but other than that. So my number seven is Blood Moon. Oh my goodness. Nobody thought this house was going to be as amazing as it was. I have it low because I have other houses that just kick its butt. But this house, holy, oh my god. When you find out that the people that made this house actually used tools from the 18-1600s to recreate the time period, it's like you're not even at Horror Nights. You're thrown back into Hocus Pocus. And the, let's just say, there were some interesting props. But the fact that you have a actual bell tower in a house and you have somebody whose their job is to just ring this bell like at any time oh my goodness it was amazing what kind of threw me off is one you had red lighting throughout the entire house it took a couple of times to see some of the scares on youtube and i think the red lighting is what threw me off also i'm not a big fan of cults so yeah but this was a really cool house and i really hope that they maybe continue on with the story and continue on with everything. I mean, they could really do some amazing houses. Uh, Maybe one day we'll finally get that Salem Witch Trials house. All right, so number six was Dr. Oddfellows, However, It's the Last of Us. I watched the video game. I have the show on HBO Max ready to go. I got really excited with the music. I watched the house on YouTube. And to me, it felt like The Walking Dead just with more people. (laughs) I loved that the actors who portrayed Joel and Ellie came back and re-recorded lines. It was really cool when you walked in and you saw Joel like telling you to like, you know, do something and just go on he was it was like they were interacting with you which was really awesome i did not like the zombies at all like the click the makeup was cool the bloaters and the clickers and the hunters were really cool but it just to me i understand that the last of us is a zombie apocalypse house i get that but i thought like i don't know it just i'm just not a fan of zombies so but the music outside was amazing they had the soundtrack um from the beginning scenes of the movie and i don't know if it's the same in the show but they also had something coming over the speakers saying that you enter a authorized um like quarantine zone like from the game which was amazing and so yeah I don't know just the whole zombie vibe of this house is what made me not kind of like it I don't know why and I have a feeling that we're not done with the last of us because season two just got announced I think sometime uh this year for HBO Max I don't know when it's coming out but and I know that there's a second game so but yeah all right so number five is yeti this house was amazing oh my gosh the fact that one it didn't move on my list two the yetis were pretty awesome the one awesome thing is that we had a bear in the house like a character playing he's called hsn bear and he's famous for um being in a couple of houses and if you shout really loud he will dance for you which is pretty cool so the fact that he was in there scaring amazing the yetis were really creepy one of them even got me on youtube which i think if that would have happened in the house it would have been crazy uh the cabin set 
setup was really good. They had some really great projection mapping going. You just didn't really like the human characters because... I don't know. But overall, it was a really great house. The reason why it's not higher is some of it felt like the house in 2019, which was a snow version of this house. So shout out to all the people that played the Yetis. Shout out to, you know, everybody that worked on this house. But I think it might be time to use a different IP from Slaughter Cinema. So yeah. But number four is Dr. Oddfellow. Oh my goodness. I loved the I still love this house. Like I just went through it a couple of days ago on YouTube. The fact that they did a circus tent projection mapping oh my goodness and the fact that you hear the circus music and you see posters outside and you hear Dr. Oddfellow welcoming you into his circus and you just have an entire bunch of crazy things happening in this circus tent from lions to Dr. Oddfellow with uh, zodiac signs around you and then you see a projection mapping of when Dr. Oddfellow and Jack the Clown who is a character in Halloween Horror Nights both of these all uh, have a like a, a mini fight and it was really really cool now you didn't get to see it all the time but it was amazing and then the fact that there was a lion puppet it was like there was a house in 30 called puppet theater and this house was amazing as well and the more you went into it the darker it got and that's kind of how this how this entire house felt where you don't you didn't feel like you were gonna survive which was pretty awesome and somebody said it's like puppet theater 2.0 and i definitely feel that like this house is definitely going to be in my top houses absolutely all right so number four originally was i mean number three i'm so sorry was originally dueling dragons my number three house is stranger things and this was my number one anticipated house and it um i guess okay it was amazing you walk in you see eddie's trailer from the show you hear the stranger things music you see the rejection mapping of chrissy floating up in the air awesome then it gets a little interesting because you have max if anybody has not seen the show i'm sorry i'm giving major spoils you see max and she's telling you to leave and there was a missing scare actor which was interesting and also i'm still trying to figure out why the ward the clock from the show is sitting on its side because i Ben's watched the show I do not remember this clock being on its side like laying down I remember always being stood up and then you have a couple of other cool scenes and then you go into the main one of Max running up the hill with Vecna the music is turned very low I understand copyright issues I get that but like this is a song that the oldest just got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last week for this song and so like yeah and then you go and you have the famous metallica scene which it doesn't actually play master of puppets yeah the characters in this house fantastic the it just it had some issues and you know this is why it's number three and i'm sad i didn't get to see this house but i think it no matter if i saw these in person no matter if i saw them on youtube they would have been the same because i don't know just the fact that one also we didn't have the we didn't have a um one's house that he grew up in hollywood got that which was fantastic my favorite stranger things is still the number one uh season one that we got in 2018 this one is second though so it's it's not as bad as the last one we got um i do believe that and i'll go into speculation season more in january maybe december we'll see what happens why i do think we're not done with stranger things like i said season 
5 is actually supposed to be coming out pretty dang soon, like probably next year. Um, It's going to be divided into parts again, and it's supposed to be, um, from what I'm hearing, probably one of the scariest seasons, which I'm excited. I loved this season. This season was fantastic. There were so many things that just got left out, and so that is why it's my number 3. My number 2 house um, was Universal Monsters, and my number 2 house is here is Dueling Dragons. This house, oh my goodness, it was beautiful. Oh, when you walk in and you have the facade of the restaurant of the area, and that is what you're walking into with Merlin supposedly narrating and telling you that you're going on a crest. Oh my goodness. So cool. You walk in and you have knights. You have, like, it's a war. You have sound effects. You hear the dragons. It is so amazing. You see the spell book. You see the queue come to life, and then you see the dragons up above you fighting, and then you get to the end of the house and you can choose fire or ice and you get four different endings. I got to see, well I think I got to see all different four endings. Why this house is number two and not my number one. I love medieval stuff. I want, I want Halloween or Nights to do a medieval house so freaking bad. I want them to bring um, Game of Thrones if they can. That would never happen. But uh, we need more medieval houses at Halloween Horror Nights because there's some good stuff that could happen. However, I did not go to this land. I did not ride this ride. I made it way too late. By the time I actually went to Universal, it was Harry Potter, which is fantastic. I love Harry Potter. Um, so I didn't really get to experience what everybody else who was an OG fan of this ride experienced. And so that's why it's number two. And it's not a bad house by any means. Yes, I wish the dragons were bigger. I really, really wish they were bigger. And that one was like have bleeding fire and one was breathing ice. And yeah, it just, I don't know. But this house was so cool, so amazing. But my number one is Universal Classic Monsters Unmasked. Oh my goodness, this house. I mean, the outside of it was really cool. It had the poster and it was by The Last of Us, which mm, you had to be in the house to get me out of the sphere because having The Last of Us blaring next door was a little bit, kind of took you out of it, but the music was really good. And then you walk in and it's raining and you walk like you're by a bridge and you have a police officer telling you to be aware of four monsters on the loose. And then you have, you go into the phantom now you don't go into his lair right away you go in and at the same time you're having a newspaper person like a little child telling you what is going on in each scene we have the phantom where he's playing his organ and you hear the organ music then you have him behind like a box and he is doing some interesting phantom things i'm just gonna say that and then you transition into the invisible man which was really cool because they ended up taking lines from the original movie i think it came out in the 30s i am don't quote me on that but it was really cool because he actually does like he pops out at you right when he's doing the line and it's just how they did him was amazing with the black light and everything and then you go in and it's Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde and at first you see I think Dr. Hyde and then you see the transformation where it reverts and it's oh my gosh it's so cool and then you have like a projection of him, him transforming and then you walk in and you have to look up for this one because it's Quasimodo yelling at you and coming down on a pulley. I mean this house I love the universe of classic monsters number one i'm so so excited for epic universe to open and go through universal monster land not officially announced yet but i 
love the classic monsters. Van Helsing is like one of my favorite movies. Yes, I know it doesn't get a lot of love, but to see universal classic monsters that don't get enough love is pretty amazing. I love Phantom as a universal classic monster. So cool. I like the other guys too, but I don't think we're done. I don't think we're going to be done with universal classic monsters until Epic Universe, but I don't know. We shall see because there's just so much that they can do. And so this is my number one house and I absolutely love it. I loved the effects. I loved that you were transitioning, going into different areas. I love that at the end of the house, they all four scare you like at the same time. It was just so good. And the fact that they had all the monsters without their mask on, I mean, it was pretty cool and just gave you more kind of interesting backstory into you know the universal monster franchise and so yeah i can't believe that it's over with like it's been so cool speculating and the fact that i'm going to be taking hopefully a little bit of a podcast break and come back maybe in december maybe in january and start doing speculation and start planning for next year and this event even though it wasn't like the perfect event it was amazing it was just so cool and the fact that, yes, Dr. Oddfellow is one of my favorite icons now. And I cannot wait to see what they do with this character. And hopefully we get some more backstory. So it was amazing. Um, no, I didn't get to try any of the food or drink. But I heard the Left Behind Ravioli was really cool. And you got a really cool can to take home. But yeah, it was just really, really, really cool event. I know we got crowded at times. I know that the food booths were backed up at times. But um, that's something that they need to work on. And hopefully we do have more nights. I'm really, really wanting them to go the entire week of November. That'd be amazing. So I am kind of bummed that they didn't open up Stranger Things house on Stranger Things Day, but oh well. So in all the um, Halloween Horror Nights 32 hype, I completely forgot about the Las Vegas event, which finally we got a name. It's like Universal like um, Monsters or something like that. I can't remember the whole name, but it's really cool because it's going to have four haunted houses. This is going in area 15. I believe I'm not familiar with Las Vegas, but it's going to be really cool because it's going to be four houses. I think they're going to be rotated out seasonally, which is going to be pretty awesome. But sadly, that is all we know right now. Just the name got announced. I'm sure that if you're a Universal fan, you have probably seen it all over the internet. But that was also like in between all the Halloween Horror Nights. And I'm sure we're going to get more information as this gets done but it has been an amazing event i'm so excited for next year i can't wait to see like what's gonna be coming there's already like i haven't heard anything but yeah so i'm excited i love that the team that does this does it year round and that they're already planning for next year so that's pretty cool and that hopefully we'll get some speculations pretty soon um not too soon because i need a break that's it i mean that's halloween horror nights 32 like all wrapped up into a nice spooky bow so now the holidays at universal can take over and then we have mardi gras and then we do it all over again and so yeah that's that's it have a great and spooky day everyone <laughs>